Welcome to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where personal finance is about the person, not the numbers, and budget isn't a four-letter word anymore. Here's your co-host and certified professional financial coach, Jill Emanuel. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jill Emanuel, financial coach with Fiscal Fitness Phoenix. I am so happy to have you back again today. Thank you for joining in. I am here to talk about a really important topic because guess what time of year it almost is. Dun, dun, dun. It's tax season. That's right. Everyone is super excited, I'm sure, for tax season. It is right around the corner. Everyone's getting their you know, W-2s, all of their records together. I'm sure you guys are either dreading this time of year or really looking forward to it because you might be anticipating a tax refund. And that is what this episode is all about. I really want to give you some things to think about, some ways to use your tax refund to make sure that you're making the best financial progress that you could be, that you are using it in a way that you can feel really proud of, really excited about, um, and know that you are just setting yourself up for success for the remainder of the year. So I know back in the day when I did get tax refunds before I was a business owner, now I pay in, but, uh, you know, it was always this really fun time of year that we would look forward to knowing we were getting this extra lump sum of money in the mail. It was really exciting to think about the things that we could do with it, right? All of the possibilities with this extra chunk of change that was coming our way. I know that we, you know, in the past, have probably done some not so smart things with that money. We've done some smarter things with that money. Um, And I do see that, you know, the clients that I talk to that are thinking about their tax returns, a lot of the initial thoughts are, what are those things that we've been putting off or that we need to really kind of emergently sort of make progress on or that we feel very urgent around? Like maybe it is booking your family vacation and you've been waiting until the tax return comes so that you know that you can go ahead and get that done. I've seen some people who have been waiting for their tax return to go and buy a new car or to get repairs done or to upgrade the wheels on their car or something, you know, all sorts of different things. Um, maybe you have credit card debt and you look forward to tax return season because you know that you can throw a big chunk of change towards that debt to make sure that you are moving forward. Uh, maybe you're using it to pay for your kids' childcare or daycare over the summer. Um, but whatever that is, I just really want to give you kind of some questions to ask yourself, some thoughts for you to have as you're thinking through what you want to do with that tax refund money to make sure that you don't have any regrets down the road, right? Because there's nothing worse than knowing that we just got a big extra chunk of change, a you know, peak or bonus in our cash flow. And then to look back and think a month or two later, oh my gosh, I totally regret the choice that I made. If only I had known then what I know now, I would have done something entirely different with that money. And that is not the place that I want you to be sitting in. So the first thing that I am going to urge you to do, if you are someone that's getting a tax refund and you know that you've got money coming back, 
I really want you to try to resist the urge to use it all for something fun. Unless you are someone that is totally dialed in with all of your money, you have no debt, your emergency fund is stacked, you have money for all of those different upcoming things in life, then you know what, go hog wild, do whatever you want. But if that is not the case, I really want you to resist that initial temptation of, I, I deserve this. I've earned this. Like I owe it to myself to treat myself to this thing I've been putting off. Let's really try to kind of resist some of that um, urge that's happening in our mind of getting to blow the money or just do something really fun with it. I, I think it is actually good to do something fun, right? Because we can't always be 100% dialed in all of the time. We can't always use every single extra penny to go towards financial progress, but we want to put some sort of criteria around how to do that in a very healthy way so that we're still making great progress, but we can have a little bit of fun along the way. One of the things that we do with our clients oftentimes is we decide on a percentage that they get to use of any bonus money, tax return money, anything like that, where, you know, they choose a set percentage that they get to use for fun. They might get to just say, this is my, I'm going to go blow it money and spend it on whatever I want or X amount of dollars to buy a new piece of furniture or to go towards a vacation fund or something like that. And the rest of it is going to be used to make financial progress. Now, we are pretty aggressive when we work with our clients, and they really are very focused on the end game and really making great financial progress. So oftentimes, they will choose to do a 10% to fund and 90% to progress. So if they get $1,000 back, $100 of it, they can take and do whatever they want with. They can go and buy a brand new pair of jeans. They can buy a new tool that they've been looking at. What they can just go out to dinner and blow it, to, uh, having a fun date night or something like that. So, whatever that is, they could take that $100, but the $900 extra they would use to make financial progress with, which means that they are paying down debt, putting it towards their emergency fund, putting it into an investment, something that they can feel really proud of, that they can really see the needle move on their financial status. And so they can you know, feel really grounded in that choice, knowing that they did get to have a little fun. They got to enjoy it just a little bit, but they really used it to make very smart, wise financial choices as well. So that is something that I would really urge you to consider if you are someone that is getting a tax refund to, you know, think about what percentage can be for fun, but then what can you do with the rest to make sure it's going towards financial progress? Okay, so some of the things that, you know, I want you to get really clear on as you're thinking about this tax refund, I want you to really brainstorm or think about all of the different options that you have for where that money could go, all right? Because there's oftentimes many different possibilities, and we're kind of teeter-tottering. One day we're thinking we want to do one thing with it, the next day it's something different. So I really urge you to get that all out of your mind write it down somewhere, make it very clear of what those different options are to move, you know, to use that money for so that you can clearly see where you might want it to go. The next thing to do is to really consider where you stand when it comes to being prepared for any upcoming random miscellaneous expenses in life. 
So here at Fiscal Fitness, we call those the whammies. These are those expenses that we don't know when they're going to come. We don't know how much they're going to be when they come necessarily, but when they do, it's a big expense. It knocks us off course. It's a thing like a car repair, a home repair, um, sometimes just the miscellaneous expenses in life, like travel, buying new clothes. Maybe you're, you have a child and they're going to be graduating and you're going to have graduation expenses this year, or you're putting the kids in camp over the summer and you need extra money for that. Any of those sort of random expenses in life, we really want to try to think through and see if there's anything that could be coming up in the year ahead, the six months ahead, um, that you're really going to need that money to go towards. Because if you don't have that money set aside, or if you don't have a plan to be saving for those things every single month, what I see happen is that people get their tax return, they, you know, throw a big sum of it maybe towards paying down their debt. They feel super good about it. It's so nice to feel some of that burden off of their shoulders. And then one or two or three months later, one of these whammies really hits them hard. And all of a sudden they're pulling the credit card back out, having to use it again. And it feels horrible. It feels like you just got ahead and now you're right back in the hole. This cycle is never ending. You're constantly stuck in this like rat race going around and around in and out of debt. And we really want to break that cycle. The main way that I see this happen with clients is that we have to start putting money aside into savings accounts, start saving for those random miscellaneous expenses in life, those whammies, and really make sure that we're prepared for them in the best way that we can be in advance right? So that we don't need to pull out the credit card when that expense actually comes our way. So if you do not have money currently going towards savings, if you don't have some of those random expense savings accounts set up, I think this is a perfect time for you to do that. Now we recommend either Ally, A-L-L-Y, or Capital One, or I know some credit unions also will offer the option of multiple different savings accounts. Um, anything that is a high yield savings account is actually the preferred, which is why I, I like Ally the best because they pay, I think right now at like 1.6% interest or something. Um, so at least you're making a little bit of money on that money that's sitting in savings and you can put names on all of those different accounts. So you could name one, this is my car repair account. And one is my vacation or travel account. One is my home repair account. Every month you can put money into those accounts to be saving and preparing for those expenses that are coming your way. Now, if you're getting a tax return, this can be a great time for you to just put an initial chunk of change in all of those different accounts to give you a little bit of traction, to give you a head start on them. So that might be a great time to do this, to open those accounts, get them funded, and then start regularly contributing to them every month so that you've got a very consistent little cushion there for all of those miscellaneous expenses in life. One of the other things that I really want you to think through is an emergency fund. This is something that is entirely different from those whammies that I just talked about. Those savings accounts are there and meant to be used. We know that those expenses are coming our way. They're normal parts of life. We know we're all going to buy clothes. Or if we own a car at some point, we're going to have to have a car repair done or at least do some, you know, maintenance on the vehicle. 
So we know that money's there, we're saving it, but we're saving it with the intent of spending it at some point. The emergency fund is different than that. Thinking about an emergency fund, we really only want that to be a true, true emergency, like a loss of job, right? This is for when you have no other options, there's no income, it needs to help you to survive until you get the next income coming in. And I really encourage everyone to get at least $1,000 saved into their emergency fund, give yourself a bit of cushion, and over time, I really think it's great for you to build that up to get to three months and then six months maybe of expenses that you have saved into that emergency fund. But if you haven't started one yet, this is, again, something wonderful that you can do with your tax return money is that you can start an emergency fund, know that it is truly there for a major emergency. So again, you want to have these other whammy accounts that you have money setting us set aside for to be spent. And the emergency fund is for if you lose your job. Okay, something very different. But those are some really good things to think through. If you're thinking about where this money should go and how to set yourself up for success in the year ahead is to start putting some of these sort of protective financial measures in place to help keep you on the path that you want to be. The other thing to consider, of course, is debt. So if you have debt in your life and you're working on getting it paid down, yes, we absolutely want to make progress on getting debt paid off, using some of that money to get it, you know, knocked down as much as you can. But again, I would not do so at the cost of not having any money at all in savings. I really think that that initial step, getting some savings accounts set up, getting a bit into an emergency fund, those are even more critical likely than paying off your debt right away, because I don't want you to have that backslide, like I was just talking about, where you pay off debt and then wind up using the card again the next month. It doesn't ever feel like you're breaking the cycle. So we really want to use this opportunity of having a tax return to really break the cycle right now, get things set up to move you ahead. So if you do have debt, though, and you've put some money aside into savings or you have an emergency fund already, you've got a bit of extra cushion to cover these random expenses in life. Now we're looking at paying down debt, and there's really multiple different ways of paying down debt. I don't believe that one is always better than the other one, um, but I do think it's important to tackle one debt at a time. So if you have multiple different debts that you're tackling, choose the most important to you, the most critical to you, pay that one off in full, and then look to the next one. What I don't want you to do is say, I've got $500 and I'm going to throw a hundred at five different debts and none of them really move that much. We want to tackle one debt with a vengeance, right? Give it everything that we've got until that debt is paid down and then move to the next one and so on. If you want to be the most financially savvy in this process, you would tackle the debt that has the highest interest rate because that one is actually costing you the most money. So it's great to get that one down as quickly as possible, paid off as quickly as possible. Other people will argue that paying off the smallest balance is actually a really good option. And I do think that's really appropriate in many cases, especially if there's some just really little debts out there that you could easily wipe out, not have to worry about that monthly payment anymore. It's just less for you to manage financially. It feels really good to get those knocked out. Um, so that could be another option that you do. 
So we do have a blog article about tackling debt. You can find it on the website. If you search the blog, you can type in debt and it talks about the different debt payoff methods that we recommend. Um, we have a debt payoff quiz also on the blog. So you can do that and kind of answer some questions about your debt if you're trying to figure out which one to tackle and it will give you kind of what methodology might make the most sense for you. So that is tackling debt, one debt at a time. You can use our debt quiz to figure out which debt to tackle first, might help you to narrow down that focus. But again, that's another great use for your tax return if you already have some money set aside in savings, which I think is one of the most critical parts to do. The next thing, let's say that we've still got extra left over. Maybe you didn't have a ton of debt or maybe none at all. You made sure that you've got money in savings. You've got your emergency fund started. Um, and then you're thinking about what are those possibilities, right? What are all of the things that you could do with that extra money that just came into your life? And I really think that it's very important for us to reflect on the things that are most important to us in life, right? So we do an exercise with clients, and I think I've done a podcast episode on this actually before talking about the values and really value-based spending, thinking about the things that are most important to us and making sure that our money is truly funding those things that are the most meaningful to us. And anytime that we have extra money that comes in, if we get a bonus like this or we get a pay raise, as long as our savings needs are met, the next thing to think about is, is our money going towards the things that we find the most important or are we just spending it on stuff? right? Is it kind of just meaningless spending? Is it going where we, you know, have an impulse to spend it to, or we're keeping up with what our friends are doing. So we're buying what they're doing or just eating out more. Like we want to know that we have something to show for those extra dollars, something that makes your life feel more fulfilling, more meaningful. And so this final thing to consider is to think about the top three most important values that you have in your life. So if your values are your family and your relationships and your career or something like that, or maybe it's travel, or maybe it's your church or your business or one of your hobbies, um, there's any number of different values that you might hold dearest to you. And think about those different things and really look at how those needs are being met in your life. Are you actually supporting those top values of yours with your time, with your energy, and with your money, or are any of them feeling a bit underfunded and they need some extra money to go towards them? So for example, I recently did a podcast talking about my um, husband and I, we came up with our kind of New Year's goals, the things that we're working towards this year, and one of them was to have a date once a month. Now, our relationship and family, that's one of my top values, and that was one area that definitely was not getting enough time, energy, money, like all of those things. It was kind of getting thrown to the back burner is going on date nights. And so for us, trying to allocate at least a little bit more money, trying to make sure we put it on the calendar, that we had a plan for supporting that was one way to make sure that one of our top values was being met. So this is something I want you to really think through is what are your top three values? 
Look at where your money is going right now. Think about how your schedule is being used right now. Are you giving the attention to the things that matter most to you or not? Right? So for us, we could have easily said, oh, yay, we've got $50 extra in the budget every month and I'm going to add it to my clothing fund. I really do not value clothing above a lot of the other things in my life. That doesn't mean I don't like to go shopping, but it's not like the most important thing. So thinking through this from a value-based spending perspective and knowing that the time that my husband and I were spending together, those date nights were very limited. We weren't getting to do as many as possible. We knew very clearly that some extra money should really be going to that so that we can make sure that that happens. And that's the thought process that I want you to have also as you're considering where to put this extra money from your tax refund, if you're getting one, is that you want to know it's going towards something that you're going to appreciate, that you're going to get more fulfillment out of your life with, that you are set up for financial success in the year ahead, all of that good stuff. So I hope that this really helps you to think through what to do if you are getting a tax refund. If it's coming your way, please, you know, kind of jot down some of these ideas as I've led you through. Make sure that you're using it to the best of your ability, maybe a little bit for fun, but most of it for financial progress and for making sure that your life is, you know, that you're living it in alignment with your values. If you want a handout to help you through this process, we've actually created a PDF download that just goes through some of these questions to ask yourself so that it, you can process this in a much more clear way. And the link to that is in the show notes for this podcast episode. So you can click that link, get the PDF that will be easy for you to download and think through the process of what to do with your tax return. And um, in the meantime, I hope that you all have a wonderful tax season. Yay. And you have to share with us, share with us what you are doing with that money. If this helped you to think through the process, if you're not part of our Facebook group yet, I would highly recommend searching for fiscal fitness money. It is our Facebook group where we have all sorts of great activity always happening, talking about money, answering questions, giving you tips doing live video trainings. And so if you're not already a part of that group, I would highly recommend joining and you can share with us there what you are doing with your tax refund. So until next time, I will see you guys later. Bye-bye. If you would like more information about how we can help you take the stress out of money with one-on-one -on -one financial coaching, please check out our website, www.fiscalfitnessphx.com. And please join our private Facebook group by going to facebook.com slash groups slash fiscal fitness money. And if you have a passion for personal finance and are interested in helping others take the stress out of money by becoming a financial coach, check out our financial coach training program at www.financialcoachacademy.com and join our free Facebook group by searching Facebook for Financial Coaches Unite. We'll see you on the next episode of the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where we'll help the world take the stress out of money.